Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Applying before that blue chew ad and re repeat. Remember that weird shit? That was weird. <laughs> that was weird. Like the intro to the show because we are live and it was on delay. But guys, thank you so much for joining us for your Ring of Honor and Impact post show. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much for being here. Reg and I were talking about some little StreamYard glitches I had where it kept defaulting to a Bluetooth ad as if it was some sort of rip on me. But I'm just trying to run a broadcast over here, people. That's it. Mm -hmm. Guys, there's so many ways you can support us, okay? And you know all of them. But I'm going to tell you anyway. I'm going to remind you to go to Fightful Select because there is some money scoops up there hey. for you. Good Forbidden Door scoop skis happening over there, babe. Forbidden Door mm. shaping up to be something real fun. Mm. Real, real fun. Mm. But guys, mm -mm -mm. you can also support us by getting up your super chats and your humper mm -hmm. chats mm -hmm. if you want your question or statement read on air. And if you could please, the easiest, best, free way to support us, just leave a thumbs up on this video. It helps people find us in the algorithm. Our wage and impact are like the little brands that could. They could use your support. So if oh, you yeah. could. In any way, any yeah, penny, exactly. any minute, anything you got, they need it. 100%. 100%. But we're going to dive into ROH. We're back in the studio. The vibes are good. Reg is here. Reg, how are mm. you? I'm doing pretty well. I was very excited to see him back in the studio. They had some developments. We told some stories here. Just we everything we want in this show, usually, you know? It was on a scale of one to cinema, like <laughs> an eight and <laughs> I don't know what happened, but somewhere very early in you joining Fightful, I was like, I think I'm unintentionally this guy's little sister. Like, I don't know why. I, I don't know where the transition <laughs> happened, but it happened. And, you know, I just accepted just, it uh, as this what it is, you know. You're really fun to just oh, poke the bear with, but we're going to get into all things ROH. Uh, we had a, a pretty decent episode today. Yeah. Still have some some complaints, but nothing mm. nothing too egregious. More along mm. the lines of where are my tag team champions and why aren't they defending their titles on this program? They do but, not want them to be partners for some reason. I do not get it. 
<laughs> I know it's very odd after the big to do about getting these belts onto a team of brothers. Well, why the heck can't they work together? But what we did get tonight was a whole heck of a lot of fun. And we started mm-hmm. with if you said it was your match of the night, I wouldn't argue with you, man. Who Christopher Daniels and Kyle Fletcher? I am yeah. blown away by some of these kids that, uh, Tony Khan keeps kind of stealing from New Japan, it feels like. There's some, mm-hmm. <laughs> some good mm-hmm. leases happening over there with New Japan. Um, Kyle Fletcher being a 24-year-old and this good already just absolutely boggles my mind. I don't Makes know. Makes me mad. It's, isn't it just, like, insane? I'm mad I'm about like, it. <laughs> I'm never going to be that good at anything I do, and you're this good at it already. But what I always love about stuff like that is the only way you get that good that quick is hard work. Like, there's just yeah. no other... That guy is studying his ass off. He's working his ass off. And I love to see that. And there's so many great young wrestlers out there right now, man. It's it's crazy. But um, this was a really fun match. We had Nigel back on commentary. Everything mm-hmm. felt right. But, uh, you know, I'm just, I said it on Twitter. I'm never whiter than when the Aussie Open theme is. <laughs> I'm immediately banger, dancing. super duper banger, though, man. I'm telling you. <laughs> I'm Mikey Ruckus original, which I did not yeah. know until recently. But mm-hmm. ultimately, we get some nice work in here. We get the Angels Wings getting countered into a back body drop and Kyle Fletcher mm-hmm. hitting a beautiful hammerlock <laughs> pile driver on Daniels mm-hmm. for the win. Just some really nice work in here, man. I loved the Koji clutch spot with Daniels and Fletcher commentary, just doing this great job of saying, like, if you have the experience of Daniels, you always know where you are in the ring. Mm-hmm. Like, Kyle Fletcher has an idea of where he is in the ring, but right now he's getting choked out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's not, he's not like, he's a little disoriented. Really, really good stuff. Also loved commentary talking about, um, the changing of the guard story that was kind of built to this of you got this young kid coming in. Christopher Daniels, obviously, a couple years on Kyle Fletcher, just a few. Mm-hmm. Just a but talking couple, about like one or two. Just a few. Mm-hmm. Yeah, them trying to kind of keep their uh keep their old guard in, intact and be able mm-hmm. to keep their spot with these young upstarts. Kyle Fletcher with this third win should be in line for a title shot, according to Caprice Coleman. Lot of great work in this opener. Just little things. We get like a really nice shoulder tackle from Fletcher and a immediately a drop to hold from Christopher Daniels, like mm-hmm. very clean, logical wrestling in this opener. I loved it. What did you think? I thought it was great. Uh, Kyle, Fle- I think Christopher Daniels has been wrestling longer than Kyle Fletcher has been alive at this point. If he hasn't been in there 24 years, he's very close to it. So that's insane to think about when Kyle Fletcher didn't even exist. Chris Daniels was out there taking bumps and he's still taking bumps here in this first match, looking like the veteran that he is, uh, when you have a wrestler like Kyle Fletcher, who we have talked about as being young and amazing at this, you want to put him in there with wrestlers like Christopher Daniels, because Christopher Daniels, like they say on commentary, has been in the ring for so long, been in the ring with so many different opponents, always knows where he is in the ring, knows every counter to every wrestling move ever. He is just like a perfect guy to have a match with. And I'm glad they gave these guys some time out here. Kyle Fletcher has been on a run, you know, when his partner Mark Davis got injured, we it was all it was kind of deflating to us as you know tag team wrestling fans, Ring of Honor fans, J- New Japan fans, everywhere that they are. We were like, damn, they're on a run. But Kyle Fletcher really took that ball and was like, well, you know, I can still do this. And everything that he's done since Mark has been out has been phenomenal. And he was on display right here against Chris Christopher Daniels. I'm really happy to see Christopher Daniels being featured 
on these Ring of Honor shows because he's such an inaugural part of Ring of Honor. And he just helps as a veteran all these young wrestlers look even better. So it's been super fun. He's already interacted with Samoa Joe. He's already done so many fun things with Matt Seidel. So to see him in here again with uh, with Kyle Fletcher is like, yo, Christopher Daniels is back, man. Still got that eye all crazy, though. I guess that's forever <laughs> at this point. Mm. Some of the legends do. Look at Shawn Michaels. I mean, there's a lot going on. But... <laughs> Mm-hmm. To your point about his tag partner, uh, Mark Davis being out, like, I, I think the bummer with that is the timing with Forbidden Door. Like, yes. I, I think there was, seemed like they were heading to some story where they were the New Japan champions. Mm-hmm. If they had AEW on their sites, they could have been doing some really, really fun work cross brand there. Um, but he might be back in time for it. It didn't sound like the most severe yeah. tear in the world. I think so they said like six weeks maybe or something like that. Something not super long. So it's potential that we could get a last minute addition on the card. I hope that's the case because that would be great. But, you know, rest up if you need to. Don't rush back. <laughs> it does feel like AEW is going through this phase where it's like they've got the injury bug a little bit, but they're also trying to keep people fresh for like we got – all in and all out and all mm-hmm. of these things coming up mm-hmm. of Jamie haters working real banged up. Like let's, yep. let's make sure she's good to go for the biggest dates, right? Totally. Like things they like got that. Brian Danielson. Like he hasn't had, he's only had like one match in the last three months. They just yeah, got they're like, like, like we got Okada. We don't want anything bad to happen yeah. to this guy. <laughs> Have him at the commentary table. Nobody touch Brian. Get him like, get out of the way, get out of the way. <laughs> um, Jake Salazar with an interesting one saying that he would love to see Fletcher become television champ until Mark Davis comes back. Mm. So I think that's not a possibility because we have the ZSJ Samoa Joe story. And yeah, this last set of tapings was going on basically at the same time as Dominion. So unless mm-hmm. Zack Sabre Jr. could clone himself, which I think would be great for wrestling, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> I don't I think, think do that. <laughs> they're going to be able to expedite it. So the only reason I don't think that could happen would be uh, because I, I think we're probably going to head towards Zack Sabre Jr. and Samoa Joe either at Collision or I'm guessing at Forbidden Door since we've got Okada mm-hmm. and Danielson. Uh, mm-hmm. But I would love to see Kyle Fletcher strapped with something solo at some point. If Mark Davis yeah. is this close to coming back, I don't think they need to do it super soon. But he is fun to watch on his own. And um, he also really gets tag team wrestling when you watch him with Mark Davis. Like it's yeah. it's great stuff to see. So. Some more love for Kyle Fletcher. I love seeing it, man. I love this show because it's always like everybody's rooting for ROH. Nobody's yeah. like, oh, well, I want like. No, they're like, they want here. the young people that are coming up to really come up. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Ready for Kyle Fletcher versus Konosuke Takeshita dreams. Yeah. Well, before mm. we get there. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm I'm out here peddling the Jeremy Lambert story, okay? Mm. Cinnabon, before we even talk about Takeshita, <laughs> Cinnabon needs to answer for their support of Takeshita. They have not condemned this the crimes. Listen, they, not, they I, might be on the bad guy side. Have you seen what's happening in the last two weeks, Kate? They're look, what are, they're not gonna come out and condemn this guy that looks great. They're like, what what do you want us to say? He looks great standing next to Don. Silence is compliance. And I want to know if Don Callis is getting free Cinnabons. Ah, okay. I need okay. answers. I don't, I don't like know. Uh, yeah. Even even with that, I don't know if Don's getting the free Cinnabons. He's pretty awful. That is true. That yeah. is very, very true. Mm-hmm. Uh, but a, a great opener here. I love seeing it. I, I just love the 
it feels very spirited to ROH. And it, it makes mm-hmm. me happy when we see matches like this. And if you want exactly. an awesome Christopher Daniels feature, Charlie at WrestlePurist. I think her name is Charlie. Her handle has Charlie in it. Mm-hmm. I don't, I'm not even fully sure if I know her name. Wrote mm-hmm. a phenomenal feature, a phenomenally well done feature um, on Christopher Daniels, spanning oh, his, his whole career, kind of leading oh. back to this ROH path. I, I strongly recommend it. It was very, very well researched. That's today. awesome. I'm going to have to check that out. Yeah, I'll send it to you. It's, it's really great. Really, Sweet. really great. Uh, but good stuff here. And we move along to actually Christopher Daniels' tag partner thus far mm-hmm. with Matt Seidel and Zach Clayton. I'm not sure I like this Jersey sucks chant that broke out in Florida of all places. I know. You guys can't say anybody sucks in Florida. You guys just save it. I'm not trying to get political, but it is pretty. And we were the first to codify. Okay. New Jersey was the first state to codify. Just say, all right. No Jersey sucks chants. Look, I'm going to be biased right here. If I'm going between Jersey and uh, Florida, Jersey, what's up? Like, nice to see you guys. Like, thank you. Easy. It's not even a competition. See, Just, that's what's up. Florida. See, I see you in the chat. Jersey sucks, though. It does not. It's weird, <laughs> and we definitely could not see anything outside of our windows yesterday. But that's Canada's fault. And I blame Joel Pearl for that. But mm-hmm. we got a Jersey sucks chant because Zach Clayton's bringing the heat from the shore. All right, I get it. Not the biggest Zach Clayton gal in the world, but this accomplished what it was set out to accomplish, right? Mm-hmm. Matt Seidel is still going for that TV title. He said, I don't yes. care about Zach Sabre Jr. and his cunning little rules, all right? Mm-hmm. He does, he's, he's not making the rules around here. We're going to talk nope. about who's making the rules around here in a minute. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, Matt Seidel beats Zach Clayton with the Meteora, coming yep. off the top rope, getting the pin. We got a post-match promo saying that he still wants his shot. This... I like where it's going, mm-hmm. but I also am kind of like, well, yeah, of course you want a shot at the TV title, but you didn't win anything to get there. <laughs> like, the Ring of Honor thing is yeah. kind of like, you got to get your victories to earn your way there. And I'm like, but you mm-hmm. didn't you didn't pin Zack Sabre Jr. or Samoa Joe, so Mm-mm. tough nugs, you know? So I, uh, I, I like the idea of Matt Seidel getting a title shot. It seems like they're headed in that direction. I just need a little more creative work to get there because Ring of Honor historically has been a wins and losses based mm. storytelling place, but this is perfectly serviceable. He might have to get other wins to get there. Maybe he has a proving ground match or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but justice for New Jersey. And what did you think of this? Um, yeah, I think kind of with how the Ring of Honor television championship has been defended, I not so upset about how he just you know won a match and was like yo i want to fight some mojo i actually kind of like it because uh i think way too much in wrestling there's not enough people just being like i want to be the champion it's always like everybody's just so happy to be here and that was a great victory it's like when they have the post-match ufc fight and they're like who do you want next and they're like i'll take anybody no you can't say you'll take anybody say you want to fight the champ so you can fight the champ and i'm like i want i mean whoever they'll give me nah 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 Call the champ out so we can know your intentions. Matt Seidel did it right here. And later in the show, Tony Khan made a little bit of an announcement about next week and Matt Seidel. So I think it might have worked. I liked where it went there. Zach Clayton, on the other hand, like I said last time he was in this ring, just a guy. Not really. There's some people I know will never do it for me. And he's one of those guys. Like he could, no matter what he does, like in 10 years, I'll still be like, oh, Zach Clayton. Yeah, all right. (laughs) <laughs> it is 
it is kind of the like, hey, he's engaged to JWoww or married to JWoww, right? Like, it, the most notable thing about him is is his fiance. Like, you got to bring JWoww if you want. Like, if you want any interest here, if JWoww's there, I'm like, all right, okay, I might be into this. But if you're just like, that's my girl, nah, not enough for me. She, I feel like, would make a tremendous valet. I'm not going to lie. thousand percent. Yeah, she'd be great. Right. <sighs> bring JWoww to ROH, start a petition. I'm here for it. <laughs> <laughs> Jersey Shore crossover. Come on, it's money in there. That's right. If if mm-hmm. we're gonna be defending the tag championships on AEW, we should be having Jersey Shore on ROH. Like what's this, this feeder system? Snooky, mm-hmm. a WrestleMania legend. There's there's history. She you had know? that cartwheel moonsault type deal. Like, come on, we're lit out here. It wasn't bad, honestly. Mm-hmm. It wasn't bad. Yeah. <laughs> we move along to Drillistico and Willie Mack. And I got to say, if you don't love Willie Mack, mm. you're the problem. You're the yes. problem in that situation. <laughs> Easy this as that. guy <laughs> rules. Some really mm. good stuff in here. Um, that kick from Drillistico with Mack catching it up on his shoulders with the TKO mm. was ridiculous. Mm. The kip up into the moonsault. Mm. Fantastic. Ultimately... I love Willie Mack taking flight, taking out Drillistico and Jose, uh, busting his move out there. But we got a distraction finish here uh, from Jose, the assistant. Not sexy when you do things like this, Jose. You got it? All right. I don't like you interfering with our matches. Mm. But he hits Willie Mack with a low blow. How dare you, sir? Rude. How dare you? Rude. The incinerator knee for the pickup mm. of the win here. Uh, I, I thought this was a whole bunch of fun. And Willie Mack is just contagiously over in the most delightful way and a hell of a wrestler. Like it's, it's a mm-hmm. blast of a combination. What did you mm-hmm. think? I like this match and I, I was trying to think if this was my favorite match of the show, cause this turned into something. Um, there's been some controversy as they say online with Jalisa mm-hmm. brother and he, Exactly what Drillistico did in this match. I'm like, that's how they work, dude. The thing that you were mad about Roosh for doing, Drillistico did this. Phoenix did this at the end of the show. That's how, like, these luchadors be working. They're like, this, I'll fight like this. Sometimes I'm going to no-sell a little bit because that's how we fucking learned it in our lucha wrestling school. Sometimes I'm going to just flip it, even though I'm supposed to be selling my leg. It doesn't matter. I'm a luchador. I don't care. I'm a cheat to win. And I love that Drillistico brought a different fire out of Willie Mack because at first he's going in, you know, doing the poses, slapping Willie Mack and all this. And then that Willie Mack hits him with like an integrity at one point that just like yeah. destroys him. And then they start trading kicks and knees and Willie Mack with these pop up forearms. It's just like it turned into like a dirty, gritty brawl. And that's what these, you know, Rudo's luchadors do. But Willie Mack was like, nah, we're not having that. I'm going to really fight you. Not in the end, but. He really came back there. I thought he was going to earn himself a victory, but Jaliska with the little cheaties, the big knee, and it was all over. But this match was tight. (laughs) This match, yeah, this one, um, I think sometimes it's such an embarrassment of riches on the in-ring side with ROH that you'll look at the card and you'll be like, oh, that should be fun. But this one, like, snuck up on me. I was Mm -hmm. kind of the same way where I was like, oh, that'll be a great match. And then... This, it turned into something different, like you said. Like it, it kind of went in a different direction, and I loved it. Yeah, good stuff here. 
we are moving along, but we've got some some off the beaten path chats a little bit. We've got uh, Jake Salazar saying, me and my wants, I really want CM Punk to be on at least one ROH show or pay-per-view just for a one-off match or something. I can't imagine they wouldn't do that. I, I feel like that's something that CM Punk would want. There was a guy uh, that I know, I, I would dare call him a friend, who actually made CM Punk cry with a, a question about <laughs> ROH. Uh <laughs> you know, after... Um... After the media scrum of Double or Nothing this year, the one in Vegas a couple weeks ago, but the thing I regretted the most is not asking Brian if he'd ever consider coming back to Ring of Honor because that's another one. Like I've been thinking, like if Punk, I'm like they haven't done it with Brian yet, so I don't know if they'll do it with Punk, but I want them to do it with both these guys at least once. So yeah, I'm on the side too. I wonder if you do Punk and Brian in ROH. I like, mean, if you did like. If you did a best of three with with Danielson and Punk mm -hmm. and you did the second one in ROH or something mm -hmm. as like a, a special rooted moment. Yeah. I, I, I think that could be incredible. It would obviously That'd be huge things tight. for the brand, but mm -hmm. um just just walking out there again. Like I, I it felt like CM Punk was I I busted your balls about the the questions, but mm -hmm. um when he came out in that old ROH gear for that dog collar match, like yeah. it it was such a moment and it felt like it was such a moment to him. Like he was I mean, kind of frozen in time. Like it was nuts. It like was he's nuts. still like that him crying was cause he loves ROH so much. So it would make so much sense for him to have at least one match over there. And this suggestion you just had, I think is a great way to do it. So we're all in on Brian and punk and ROH book it. Yeah, I think it, <laughs> I think it could be really fun to do that as an intermediate stop. Like if you, mm -hmm. I mean, you, if if you could book anything anywhere in the world, right? Like if you did a, a Chicago match between the two of them, a yeah. Seattle match between the two of them, and an ROH one in the middle, it would just be mm -hmm. <laughs> absolute. That would be tight. Take my wallet <laughs> to mm -hmm. the fullest extent of the law. Big push um, for Ring of Honor. Maybe do it at a big Ring of Honor show. Like it just makes a big. Do it at Final Battle this year. Yeah. Oh, that would be so fun. Mm. Well, we didn't have our tag match today with our tag champions so i guess mm -hmm. i'll just read these other chats mm -hmm. one that says many men wish death upon me blood in the eye dog and i can't see i'm trying to be what i'm destined to be guns are destined to be roh tag champs jake also saying at this point i'm just messing with my guy reg um, two days in a row jake you are you know what that does to me the guns <laughs> the guns the guns maybe one day i'll like the guns I gotta be honest. I have not. I'm. I'm not in on the guns. I can't say I'm in on the guns. I was not a fan of them being. I don't know any of my co-hosts who like these guys, but they just seem to just do something about this. I don't know. I feel like that's why because no one likes them. Well, the thing is, personality-wise, them with Juice makes a ton of sense to me. Yes, them with Jay White makes no sense to me. So I. <laughs> I don't know how they marry that, but I'm like, I get the vibe of juice and the guns. And also if they're opening this program up with FTR, they obviously have history with them. Right. So it, it yeah. makes sense in that regard. I hate them, but I think this is a good idea of them. That's where I'm at, where I'm like, Club gold. it's not my taste, but I think it's a good idea for the mm -hmm. product. My only thing is right now, regular bullet club is now, after Dominion, I'm like, 
the most upward trajectory they've been in years and years. Like mm-hmm. the recruitment, I'm not even that big of a Finley gal, but the recruitment that they have with, with Connors and Gabriel Cade coming in there, like now they feel very real deal. So I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't know if I want to see bullet club versus bullet club gold at, at any point, because I feel like these guys are going to destroy <laughs> these other guys, but they can't tell that story. Okay. Cause you're not going to do that to Jay white. So, um, right. so we'll see, we'll see, but mm-hmm. uh, thanks for the troll job. Jake, you are a Bray Wyatt chat away from being timeouted. <laughs> Appreciate you, Jake, as always. <laughs> See you on Saturday, big dog. That's right. We do appreciate the support anytime you send in a chat and have fun mm-hmm. with us. We appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that brings us to kind of the big announcement of the night, because yep. what is a Tony Khan product without a Tony Khan <laughs> announcement these days? But I think it's fun. Um, this was a good one. This was a, a well-played yes. one, I think. Mm-hmm. ROH, as reported by FiveFoSelect.com. Uh, is going to have some authority figures in place. We've got a board of directors that includes Jerry Lynn and Stokely Hathaway. From this point on, what Ian Caprice were doing toying with Stokely and how they owe him these mm-hmm. sweat records and the mm-hmm. rock records and t-shirts, mm-hmm. I was howling because perfect. It's great. It's mm-hmm. it's a, a really good call. I think they could use an on-screen authority figure, someone to be making matches out there. Tony Khan clarified his responsibilities are staying the same. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I think this is fun because Stokely's a, a phenomenal on-screen presence, but he's also kind of a, a manipulative SOB, right? Like, it's, oh, yeah. it'll be mm-hmm. really fun to see how he toes the line on ROH, which is such a clean product. It kind of feels good to have someone come in and mess it up a little bit. I, I think it'll totally. be good. What mm-hmm. are your thoughts on uh, Stokely and Jerry Lynn? Uh, big... Goals? Of course, big Jerry Lynn fan have always been since the ECW days, since Mr. JL days in WCW. He's tremendous. I got to take a picture with him last year at Revolution, I think, and that was cool. Oh so I'm at a coffee shop with Layla Hirsch, and I was like, that's Jerry Lynn, dude. Layla Hirsch is cool, but that's Jerry Lynn, dude. I have oh, to. So I, you know. You, you dropped something that looks like a name. <laughs> I said at a coffee shop. I wasn't, like, being special. I'm like, they're also at this coffee shop that I'm drinking Was the coffee, coffee shop at. backstage, Reg? Was the coffee <laughs> shop in the We're press moving box. forward. Jerry Lynn, he's cool. I'm happy he's here. <laughs> Everyone knows how I feel about Stokely Hathaway. He's, like, the best, the funniest guy. He's going to add so much to this product of, like, there's been some of these uh, – weeks in this ring of honor show where nobody talks or nobody says anything it's just match 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 no rhyme or reason no anything and i think jerry lynn and stokely are gonna add that little piece that's needed just to tie a couple of these things together so it isn't just match 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 there's some kind of reason that they're doing these things i think it's going to be great for the product stokely's already being funny talking about uh getting rid of lucha libre and stuff just <laughs> things that it's like you son of a gun but it's like perfect that it, he's added to it so i'm really he's excited about it for you he was like come on like away. <laughs> what is this off the rip i'm like yo why am i being attacked personally here <laughs> everybody you are being attacked personally because we're just getting troll on troll on troll and i love it i don't know red mm. their looking presentation the entrance of many men changed my mind one entrance <laughs> damn it <laughs> i i will say i feel like austin grew a lot i feel like colton still got a long way to go but i i feel yeah. like austin kind of has picked up a lot of this um i it's just even even if they had a hundred years experience the type of tag team they are just like isn't 
isn't for me. They're, this is not a knock. Maybe people are going to take it as a knock. They're Billy Guns kids. They're never going to be like, you know what I mean? Right. Like, at, like the Max is like, you're going to be as good as your dad. And like, okay. <laughs> wow. I said it wasn't a knock, Kate. Wow. If you say it's not a knock, but you're like, but, but <laughs> mediocre at best, that's still a knock. But I get what you're saying. Like, you're not going to be like, he's the next Ryan Danielson. Like, that's, no, not, that's not where we're at. Not, right. I think not everyone needs to be. Right? Yeah, I don't think they're trying to be. Probably, I wouldn't think so. If they are, like, yo, that's ambitious. <laughs> but, like, you're also in the Bullet Club. So it makes something. It's just like you're also in Bullet Club Gold. Bang, bang, and you're gear. not, and you're not. I don't want to be a gatekeeper, but I am. You're not Bullet Club material <laughs> yet, the guns. It's like when they had like the B team NWO and the spinoff things. It's like, I don't know if you're like really down, but like yeah. you're, you know, <laughs> you're at the party, but you're like over there. You're like not sitting next to like the guys, but you're, you know. Also, justice for Ricky Starks is what really is happening there, okay? Ricky Starks has been getting dragged. He ain't got no friends. He has. I know. Not even Cam, it turns <laughs> out. I thought Cam was his friend, but Jake can't tell us our saying somebody say Bray Wyatt. Leave me alone, Jake. <laughs> <laughs> All of y'all, which is cinemas oh, and your Bray Wyatt's and your Mrs. and all that. People- I don't want it. When people were getting mad at you, I think it was Monday, about using about you not liking the word cinema. I was mm-hmm. like, I am absolutely on Thursday. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I'm like, oh, this is gonna lead to. I know what's going on here. It's gonna be the troll, troll, the real trolls, and then I'm still gonna get trolled eventually. Yeah, it's all it's, good fun and games from those you. Are, those other guys, they suck. Yeah, Forget them. They're weird. Yeah. They are so weird, weird out here. So weird. Jake Salazar with a nice one. Thank you, Jake, saying Stokely is going to be unhinged and I'm here for it. All the way, 1,000%. A Stokely Hathaway (laughs) power trip is going to be real freaking fun. Uh, Mm -hmm. And Minimal saying TK paying for his sins. Finally. It worked. Stoke broke into his office, replaced his pictures, did all kinds of stuff, and it worked for him. So It did. Kids, burglary. I'm going to... I, I don't have concrete plans to go to Forbidden Door, but if I can break into Jimmy Van's office and just take over Fightful, I would be foolish not to. What I learned he's going to be like, yeah, Kate's now on the board of directors. Like, that's all you got to do. That's it. That's mm-hmm. how we get things done. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Ricky Starks, a suggestion uh, who could help him out? Goldberg. <laughs> Sicko mode. All y'all. It is. Mm. It is. Uh, but another nice one from Matthew Hook saying Nigel adds so much, even though Ian and Caprice rock, it is such a balanced announced desk. It yeah. really, really is. Like all three of them are just like the, in my opinion, like the best at what their role is and they're mm-hmm. all different roles. So yep. it's super, super clean. And even though I got to say, Kevin Kelly is like so good. He's so good. Uh, have we made predictions on collision, uh, commentators right like who we think could we possibly did. Mm. yeah I'm like, still like out there, Ian. yeah yeah ian or nigel i think could do it too because every time every time i watch roh i'm like one of these guys' voice could really do it too so i don't know i think so and especially with um let's see it's even being mentioned in the chat 
Nigel mm-hmm. calling Danielson a clam digger and knowing Danielson's going to be working collision a little right, bit. Right, 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 right. Mm-hmm. I love, I love mm-hmm. when people hold like decades old grudges. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and Brian went off on him on that same press I was talking about earlier. Yeah. He, was, he didn't have anything nice to say. He was like, yo, you're washed up pretty much. Don't stop talking about me. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Eddie and Claudio. I'm like, these people just can't get over it. And I they can't. Love it's it. been 20 I'm years, like, you guys. I'm like, girl, I like Petty. Let's go. <laughs> I know shaking your salad. White girls like shaking their salads, right? That's a thing. I don't know. <laughs> Isn't true. that a white girl thing? They like shaking those. Make sure you got to get every piece of salad dressing. Oh my God. Oh, yeah. Man. You got to with the top of our top and the, yep. Yep. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. It's just like a vinaigrette, and it's just so light <laughs> that I just need it. I just want it on all of my mixed grains. <laughs> it's got to coat every piece of that leafy green salad. You know what, Reg? Support mm-hmm. women, okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Happy Pride Month, everybody. Let's do that. Happy Pride Month. We're Thank actually going to talk about some awesome Pride gear in a couple of matches that we got to see today. Yep. We've got it both from Cheeseburger and from Kira Hogan tonight. But mm-hmm. before we get to that, our New Japan Strong Women's Championship that never gets old to say. I think it's so no. cool. It's uh, Willow Nightingale and Rachel Ellering. Good little match here. We got mm-hmm. some some nice work. And it was kind of fun to see someone else be in control a little bit. Like I feel like a lot yeah. of these matches are, are Willow on the mm-hmm. offense. Other people getting their stuff in, but her being ultimately in control. Got a really nice STO from Rachel Elring um, and a springboard leg drop that only got the two, but uh, I, I loved how she was in control and then the pounce happened mm-hmm. and it opened everything up. Really, really, really fun stuff there. Willow ultimately applying the camel clutch on Rachel, which I also liked because Rachel's a little bit more athletically built and, and bigger to, to win with a submission was fun here. What did you think of our match tonight? I thought exactly what you said. Uh, her kind of having control over Willow for a lot of the match was an interesting change because we've seen Willow come in and dominate. Willow comes in, uh, makes her will over all these people that she's in the ring with. She's just dominant. She's been like that for a few months. But Rachel Ellering was like, not today. I'm a third, <laughs> 22nd generation. I don't know. All kind of generation wrestler. Uh, I got a name out here. Um, she's been coming up recently. I'm going to see her tomorrow at West Coast Pro. I think she's taking on Vert Vixen. I want to shout out that real quick. Rachel Ellering right here, though, was really on display against Willow. But Willow, again, like she um, I think Rachel Ellering might have pissed her off at one point. She just got really fired up and just started taking off. And it was like, OK, I'd like somebody bringing this side of Willow out because she's just been so happy and stoked since winning that. Uh, New Japan Strong Women's Championship that you needed somebody to kind of take her out, out of that. And I thought Rachel Ellering did, and they gave him a good amount of time to to build on the match and mm-hmm. um, a lot of really fun stuff in here. Yeah, I've liked in the same way I feel like when Orange Cassidy came back and faced mm-hmm. Will Ospreay, his matches started getting produced a little bit differently. Like yeah. I, I really, really liked that it wasn't like the same thing where I'd be like, oh, the lazy kicks, haha. Mm-hmm. Then Orange Cassidy gets his butt kicked, and then, oh my God, he fires up and he finds a way to win. Everything started to change. I feel like that's happening with Willow a little bit now. Yes. Her matches weren't so 
formulaic, but since she's had the title, like her match with Emmy at Rampage was fantastic. Mm -hmm. And we're starting to see with a little more time and breathing room, like a little bit more fuller of an extent of her capabilities. And it's, it's awesome. It, it makes my heart sing. Cause we know it about Willow and now a TV yeah. crowd gets to see it about Willow and who the hell doesn't love Willow. <laughs> Most importantly, who doesn't, if you don't, you're weird. Yeah. That's so weird. Who like, doesn't like Willow? There's somebody out there like, I don't get it. Like, what don't you get? It's all there. She's presenting it to you. Go to therapy if you don't. Please. It's, it's a immediately. Thing. It's kind of like with Willie Mac. Like, it's on you. Yes, exactly. Like, you, if you don't like these people, like, check, you're get it checked out. Yeah. You're the problem. It's you, as Taylor <laughs> says, right? My God. Most importantly, what did you think of the soul remix from Caprice at the <laughs> top of this? Definitely preferred when they, when they back up, let Ian, uh, let Caprice do his thing, let him get off, and then. Uh, Nigel immediately goes into him. It's it's a perfect combination of thing. Like he adds, so like Ian was originally like I'm in on this, and then Nigel came in and was like, "You guys are just way too goofy." He's still saying, "You guys are goofy with this, <laughs> and we need to move on." I think it's a great way to counteract what Caprice does. I think it was just it was a it was a tender performance today. It was a little more vulnerable. <laughs> Didn't come in with the same energy. It was just like a little Willow love song, and I was mm -hmm. I was here for the Soul remix. I liked it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The Pro Wrestling Podcast, a.k.a. CM Punk's besties out here, constantly getting comments from CM Punk on Instagram. They got one yesterday that was very funny, uh, saying, I didn't watch ROH, but I'm saying hi anyways. Well, hello. Hey, thanks, you guys. Happy, happy nine days until CM Punk returns to you, because that's how I feel. I'm like mm -hmm. a little kid at Christmas again. And mm -hmm. another donation from you guys, because you guys rule. Thank you so much. So cool. Oh, because you're a Kate fan. They <laughs> to troll you, and they pay you to send in their admiration to me. Wow, what a nice balance, I guess. I don't know. What the hell is this? <laughs> yes, which one makes way more money? They <laughs> <laughs> have it all, the trolling you. We still have just like mostly Jake trolling you chats to read, but we're going to move That's along to our six-man yeah. first. Mm -hmm. Um. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's betterhelp.com slash fightful. 
Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Some good and bad here. Hey, we get our six-man titles defended finally. Oh uh, yeah, look at that. Mm-hmm. We get a or an approving ground match, I should say. Yeah, not like yeah. a defense properly, but we have mm-hmm. the champions all in the mm-hmm. ring at the same time. Mm, who would have thunk it? Get, I know we get the <laughs> Shinobi Squad and Marcus Cross, that's mm-hmm. the world famous cheeseburger, and Eli Isom versus mm-hmm. the Embassy. Uh, Cheeseburger and his pride gear made me really happy. And he always has yep. that flower for Hanakamura. Um, mm-hmm. Always like sets me back a minute. Kind of re- kind of reminds you of the important stuff there for a moment. Um, totally. but not a lot to say here. Yeah. I like that we're getting proving ground matches. I like that we're getting our six-man title holders on television. I'm kind of over pretending like cheeseburger isn't great at this yeah or like eli isom's not a really good wrestler like mm-hmm. the i'm I, i'm very glad they're getting paid i'm glad the guys that were in the the mm-hmm. guard that shut down with roh are getting paid but like i don't want them to only look like chumps when they're on screen. no like yeah. <laughs> i need them to mm-hmm. there's no reason this couldn't have been like eight minutes or whatever and they look good yeah. in a loss even though they didn't last the time or whatever so that's my only complaint is like I'm I'm so glad these guys are getting booked. They deserve to stay a part of the product. I just wish they were getting treated with a little bit more gravity so that if they do get signed, you're a little more bought in on them. Mm-hmm. But decent enough stuff here nonetheless. The embassy hitting a triple team power bomb on Marcus Cross and Khan gets the pinfall. Um I loved, loved, loved Nigel calling Marcus Cross Buddy Landell. That popped mm-hmm. me so hard. I don't know why I didn't think of it. I think mm-hmm. Buddy Landell is one of the best elbow drops I've ever seen. Um, but what did you think of this short and aggressive match? Yeah, kind of exactly along the lines that you were saying. I want uh, Cheeseburger, world famous CB, and Eli to be treated more like the Christopher Daniels role than these young ROH jobber roles. Like, I don't want them to just come in and, oh, it's good to see CV, and then he's getting destroyed every week. That doesn't really do it anything for me because also a person that's played a super vital role in Ring of Honor and what it represents and was, you know, the head trainer over there for a really long time and came up through all the systems. So it's like, I don't want to just see him in there like, oh, nice, clap for CV, and then him getting his head clotheslined every single match. Um, I'm happy that they, we saw the, the, world's the roh six-man tag team championships and i'm happy that they announced that next week i think we're getting to that too next week they're going to be on the line here so we are seeing some progression in championships that we haven't seen enough on tv i hope that leads to something maybe those guys will lose it and we'll see it more or maybe this will make them defend it more but these embassy beatdowns are fun but i'm ready to see a little bit more competitiveness for those six-man tag team championships I agree. If you're not familiar with Cheeseburger, go check out some of his his work. The world famous CB slash Cheeseburger at mm. ROH. Like, I just also hate the like he's littler, so he's gonna get yeah. the by the big guy. It seems like they're running that trope out a lot, and it's like, no, 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 CB can bring it. Like he's mm-hmm. he's got an incredible um, wrestling foundation, and is a lot of fun to watch. So 
Um, I would encourage you to check out his work that is longer than being booked for two minutes because he's real, yes. real good. Mm-hmm. Um, same with same with the other fellas in this match, but mm-hmm. um, CB's always been a standout to me. Big fan, big, big fan. Mm-hmm. Um, but good, good enough stuff here. I was glad to see the titles getting defended. I'm wondering if these titles end up in this Dark Order righteous storyline. Do you think maybe something happens there? Yeah, I think that I think I could see them making a transition along the way here to it ending up on one of the sides, more, more than likely the righteous side, because I think that is the better story to tell. I think they are going to be in the mix here coming up soon. I don't know exactly when, but I think what the story said, that's one of the best stories they're telling here in Ring of Honor. And to add those championships would add a little bit of a little bit more to it. I agree. It's actually, I think, my favorite story in ROH, though. Mm-hmm. The story of Athena. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I always forget about the MVP. Sorry, Athena. Yeah, that's that's the story there. <laughs> no, they're both they're both great because mm-hmm. Athena's story is almost like the story of who she's become as a champion. Yeah. This is a story like between two two a story entities. story. Yeah, yeah totally. Mm-hmm. So I'm with you. I'm with you. Um, <clears throat> we get a quicker match, but I love mm-hmm. seeing how many women's matches we get on cards between mm-hmm. Mercedes Martinez and Vert Vixen. This was a fun one. I feel like it got a little bit clunkier at the the end, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Um, the Brass City Sleeper is such a nasty submission, but it is an extremely particular one to yeah. lock in. And I forget what the move before this was, but I, it almost felt like Vert Vixen was just waiting around to be kicked in the back. <laughs> like it just mm-hmm. something felt a little bit off there, but no, no major complaints other than that. They're building Mercedes back up to be a contender for the title that she lost to Athena clearly at some point in this, probably after another Kira Hogan shot, I'm guessing perfectly fine here. I'd love seeing Vert Vixen get reps as well. Mm-hmm. Any thoughts on this? Uh, great to see Mercedes back again. Uh, she is, they announced her for a rampage match, which means that she's back over there too. So anytime we see her be able to build back up to being one of those contenders, she's always going to be a contender for every single championship in these promotions. So um, it's great to see her. Bert Vixen has been get, getting built up. Uh, I'm interested to see what happens moving forward here in ROH. It seems like they have some pretty good interest in her and have been giving her some pretty high profile matches. Um, there has been some clunky moments, but I think, She's still pretty young into her career, and uh, every time that we see her, she's getting better. So it's gonna be it's gonna be good moving forward. But Mercedes is getting big wins. Mercedes is being built up to be somebody potentially. I don't know to take down Athena. Maybe the person that takes down Athena then is in a thing with Mercedes after that because I don't know if they're gonna. I don't really see Mercedes being a hardcore baby face at this point, and I don't know if she'll be the foil to Athena's uh, run here. Yeah, that almost feels like when you also have Willow there, you're you're giving a yeah. secondary option in a way because right. of the type of heel and face that they are. Mm-hmm. I love Mercedes being that that badass face that is a face, but there to just destroy people, kind of like an education. Yeah. I would say, like same exactly same vibe. Mm-hmm. Um, really happy to see Vert Vixen getting reps, and also some of the clunkiness is. Mercedes works a very specific style. So. She does. <laughs> yes. It's it probably takes a little bit of adapting to, but mm-hmm. but good stuff. Good mm-hmm. stuff. Well, 
we finally get an answer to who the F is Griff Garrison, baby. He's back. <laughs> and I'm so glad he's back. I don't know how I feel about him being back in a losing effort. I feel like it should be like a little bit more of a moment, but they are certainly building up Lee Moriarty to, to be a major player in ROH as they should be. He is uh-huh. outstanding talent. I loved his pure match against Shibata. Yeah. Really, really good stuff. The um, eye rake with Griff Garrison to get him into that Hiromu role was fantastic for, mm-hmm. for the finish here, getting the pin. Um, I thought this was fun. I am glad Griff Garrison's back. He was always kind of, not that you have to pick someone, but like in the varsity blondes, <laughs> I was gravitated toward him more than Brian Pillman. Like I just, Wow. Is, is that controversial? I mean, Brian Pillman Jr. Brian Pillman Jr. Kate, his dad was Brian Pillman Sr. Oh, well, in that case, he should be dethroning Roman Reigns because that's the story we got. Aha, uh-huh, look at this. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I also liked Script Garrison before he was with Brian Pillman Jr. So how did he like them apples? I liked him in, in the ROH face. brand. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'm very happy to see him back. Very just happy yeah. to see him healthy and everything, mm-hmm. too. Uh, don't know if I would bring him back in a losing effort, but happy to see Lee Moriarty continue to build momentum. Any yeah. thoughts here? Uh, great to see Lee on this run in these different. He's been like kind of all over the little AEW spectrum at this point. I'd be happy to see him get a big run over in Collision when they start up, or just continue what he's doing over here in Ring of Honor. I think he could be the one to dethrone Shibata. Maybe after uh, Dan Garcia gets a shot, um, Lee is being able to uh, to have fun over here in Ring of Honor. I think is what's what, what's the best part about this because he's been in. He's been doing the things with Big Bill and kind of locked in the, the comedy things over there with Matt Hardy and Ethan Page and all these guys. But over here in Ring of Honor, it's just him in the ring. It's just him with the guys. Just Lee Moriarty getting able to do the shit that got him to where he is now. Technical, uh, all kind of different styles, wrapping you up, trying to put you in positions that you've never been in before. And uh, I think it's working out pretty well for him. I think... Uh, coming up here in these next couple months, he's going to build himself up to maybe become a champion over here. He could be also the one to beat Samoa Joe eventually, like the way that they are kind of uh, putting the the rocket on his back right now. It's great to see. Leland deserves it, and uh, Ring of Honor is a great place for him to to do this, too. When he came out today, I was just... There's sometimes when a wrestler comes out, and I'm like, God, they're just so fucking cool. So cool. <laughs> That's He's one of say. them that like so cool. comes out with the mask and his mm-hmm. music and his presence. I'm like, God, that guy's fucking cool. Yeah. Um, but I I agree with you. I am very interested. We're we're in the same wavelength a lot tonight. You and I mm-hmm. uh very interested in the idea of a Lee Moriarty pure title run. Mm-hmm. Very intrigued by that possibility. Yeah. I think that could be something really special. And I also agree, feels like he just gets to stretch his legs in ROH a little bit more. I feel exactly. like that's in a pattern. Mm-hmm. Um, cause I've actually liked the work with big bill. I, th- I think they yeah. work well together, but like, if anything's like more my shit, it's <laughs> big bill. Honestly, not, not for nothing. Big bill has like grown on me. Like no other wrestler has. I don't know what it is with the homie that said that he was uh psycho Sid in ECW. I was like, that's exactly what it, he's just like, I never was into the soft, uh, Enzo Morris. So I was like, I, I don't know about this, but this stuff that he's doing now, just choke slamming fools coming out with his long ass jeans, sweat hair, looking like uh tall slender triple H. I'm like, yo, let's go, bro. <laughs> Ted, just they say, yes. Um, <laughs> I think 
Exactly. I think he's just had a lot more personality in his wrestling. Like it's mm-hmm. it's really fun to see personality show up in an in-ring standpoint where yes. before all the personality was being handheld by Enzo, right? And that tag right. run, he was kind of getting his legs back under him. And it also just feels like literally in his own life, battling addiction. Mm-hmm. Um, some of his impact work is William Morrissey. It, it kind of feels like it all came together for the guy. And you just love to see it. Yeah. Big Bill. <laughs> So good stuff there. Some more trolling. We're just going to sprinkle it in because it never stops. And it's not related to really anything that's on the card. But <laughs> Jake Salazar saying Goldberg, Ricky, and FTR versus Bang Bang Gang. Listen. No, no, and no against nobody. How about that? That's that's a no for me. Um, <laughs> I don't need to see Goldberg. I always try to explain to people because of when I started watching too, like, I don't have a nostalgic attachment to these guys. That's part of why I'm so anti Jarrett. Like, I yeah. don't care. Yeah. Um, and Goldberg, least of all, because it was, of anything, a streak you didn't watch to get a nostalgic attachment. I uh, I do have a nostalgic attachment to these guys, and I don't want it still. So it's like, it doesn't <laughs> it doesn't change anything. I, mean, I was there during the streak, and I was like, all right, this guy's fake stone cold. The Jarrett stuff, I was always like, every time he would show up at a different approach, I'm like, this motherfucker again? Damn it. But I don't feel like that in AEW, weirdly enough. Guess because I'm on the payroll. It's probably because you're, yeah, you're a show. <laughs> I get and you before you get me, Kate. You're so buddy-buddy with Will Osprey. I mean. Um, that... <laughs> you're all bruv with Will over there. And Tony uh, uh, the Tiger, not Don. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Tony uh, Shivani and you. Tony Shivani, yeah, we're great. Close. We're great friends. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say... I always like when wrestlers get to work with wrestlers they wanted to work with. And yes. if there was if there was something that was a one-off with MJF, not a match, but like Goldberg being in MJF's corner or something yeah. like that, I would be all for because it's not for me to be like, an artist should not work with this person. Like, Mm-mm. that's just not how my view on things. Um, but Matthew Hooks brings up an interesting point that Goldberg can just go fight a tractor. That might be uh, the best use of Goldberg, it seems, lately. Interesting. But something nice from Jake Salazar. He's like a Sour Patch kid. We get sweet and sour with him. Yeah. Like, Lee is really good totally. at this wrestling thing. He Very really, good. Really so good. Is. Mm-hmm. So much like inspired work going on. I'm, I'm so yeah. sugar this week because like mm-hmm. I sat in on the Raw review with Denise, who you did mm-hmm. an uh, AW review with, right? I did. Yep, yep. Um. And Raw was pretty good. And mm. then Alex was out on Tuesday. So that was very weird and disorienting. But I had Joel on with me. And I thought mm-hmm. Dynamite was great yesterday. Mm-hmm. We got ROH back in the studio vibes. Things have yeah. things, it's been a good graphs week. Good, good week. Good week. Good graphs week. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we get Kira Hogan in the most, go- like she needs the help, by the way. Yeah. Like she's always gorgeous looking. But this pride gear. <laughs> Was fantastic against Robin Ooh. Renegade. Hmm. Yeah, no, I was just like, hmm. I want to. Can I? I want to be you. Like she's yeah. just it's incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, but she gets a, a double super kick on Robin Renegade. I loved her being like, "This isn't twin magic. You aren't twins. You don't right. the same." Her Every time the they one, try it, <laughs> her being the one to be like, "No," was so good to me. Mm-hmm. And I loved with Athena coming in with the kendo stick. Match was yes. good too, but the, I feel like the story was kind of at the end here. 
the Harley Race seesaw spot with the kendo stick I thought was a whole mm-hmm. heck of a lot of fun. It bounced back yep. at her, and Kira just took mm-hmm. it and beat the ever-living hell out of her. That yep. was very fun. Your thoughts on the smash and the post-smash? Uh, yeah, Kira, Kira's been great in these last couple of weeks, kind of being built up to be the next one for Athena. Uh, the Renegades are awesome to see. I'd like to see them as a tag team. They keep just trying to do, do over the twin magic thing, which is fine. Great little angle. It works. Uh, it works for for a time. Uh, but the yeah, the, the, the injured. I think. Oh, okay. Yeah, that that makes a lot of sense. Um, but yeah, the the whole thing here was in the post match angle. I thought uh, Athena thought she was going to get the one up on Kira here, but she did the old Harley race slash the Rock with the chair. Bounce yeah. back off the top of the uh, the top rope back into her face, and then she just let her have it into that kendo stick. Was no more. They're building to something uh, dangerous. You know that Athena really likes this type of thing. Like she, I think this is going to drive her to be even crazier. Somebody that's like giving it back to her and not letting her get the upper hand on her. That's not going to be a good thing because Athena's kind of craving somebody to bring that competition. So. This match, wherever they're building to, looking like maybe Death Before Dishonor, I think is going to be one of them ones. And Kira recently just looking like a million bucks, ready to win that ROH Women's Championship and become the one. And if she does it, I'm not going to be mad at it. A million bucks mm-hmm. is hurting sweats with no makeup on. My God, this woman. Seriously. Mm-hmm. What a smoke show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Guys, coming down the home stretch, getting those super chats and humper chats as we wrap up here in our next couple of matches. But we get a match that this is breaking my heart, Reg. I'm getting mm-hmm. right in the feels with this Dark Order story. I love yeah. what's being built out here. Mm-hmm. Though I was a little confused on the booking, considering where this mm-hmm. went. We get um, the Dark Order and J.D. Drake and Anthony mm-hmm. Henry and Shane Taylor, mm-hmm. whatever this is, mm-hmm. in a match where the Dark Order just wasn't on the same page. It Mm-mm. felt like they were just a little bit off the whole time. Commentary breaking my heart with the line, it feels like they're a step behind, but it's an emotional step behind. Oh, yeah. what are you doing mm-hmm. to me? They're just mm-hmm. not the same without Stu, but they pull out the victory. Evil Uno, uh... What happened here? Evil Uno moved and JD Drake (laughs) (laughs) with Shane Taylor with the Ninzaguri. Um, that oh, I'm sorry, that was like the the turn of the tide in this match. That's where things started to pivot. We ultimately end with uh John Silver and Alex Reynolds hitting a double team sequence on JD Drake for the pinfall. Another really fun spot in here was the pendulum bomb that Henry on Henry from the Dark Order and Mm -hmm. a big German suplex. Uh, by Silver on J.D. Drake, which looked mm-hmm. great in this. I was kind of confused as to why they won because we also get this post-match promo from The Righteous saying yeah. that they were like very unimpressed and that they looked like chumps and stuff. Thought the right. match was great. Loved the story in the match. Just kind of confused why Dark Order went over here. Yeah, they could have kind of told the story of them losing. It felt like they were building up to them losing because of everything they've been through here with Stu and with Hangman like they got a lot going on they could have told the story of them losing then the righteous immediately coming in being like y'all are chumps that probably would have made more sense for them to do but they I mean you still got to keep them a little bit strong leading into whatever matches they're going to have again because the righteous already kind of has an upper hand on them so you got to build them up just a little bit more for whenever they do have that big big uh, blow off but I mean 
the workhorsemen and Shane Taylor, uh, it's an interesting pairing. I, I guess they're going forward with this pairing. And I like all these guys. So seeing them in the ring with the Dark Order was cool. They got a lot of their shit in here. Um, they're very strong, beastly people. So that was cool. Yeah, good stuff. Good stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm very intrigued to see what happens when Collision breaks out because it just feels yeah. like, I say week over week, but the the workhorsemen versus FTR is like mm-hmm. my 80s NWA vibes that I've grown to know and love. But mm-hmm. move along to another six man that just kind of happened. Darius Martin, Action Andretti, and AR Fox. Love seeing them in the ring versus the Trustbusters. A sunny kiss show out here, man. Yes. Happy yes. to see it for her. Big mm-hmm. press in this match. Very fun. But you get a pump handle face buster from Darius Martin that looked great in this. But Andretti gets the pinfall on Jeeves K for the win. Uh, top flight adjacent continues. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Continuing to tell the story about <laughs> what happens when Dante comes back, which I like. Uh, perfectly fine match. I don't have a ton yeah. to say about it. Yeah, I think they were just trying to tell the story of next week that Action Andretti, Darius Martin, and uh, AR Fox are going to get a shot at the embassy's six-man Ring of Honor Tag Team Championship. So this is just kind of reestablishing that they're a team because we've seen AR Fox in a couple different six-man tag teams over this time. So they're like, actually, he's over here. He's light-skinned, too. It's all going to work out <laughs> if you guys are ready for it. So what's going to happen is next week it's going to be a really fun match. I think the embassy has been looking great. I think uh, Top Flight and them with uh, AR Fox is always a fun team. And I'm li- really looking forward to the match. This was, yeah, just kind of there, though. Yeah, this was one where I was like, this could have been 11 matches, but I don't have complaints because yeah. in-ring it was fun, and I love seeing a girl Sunny Kiss on TV, especially during mm-hmm. Pride Month. Makes me very happy. Sunny Kiss um, killed it. That press slam into the moonsault was awesome. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. I think um, the more we get from Sunny, the better. That's how I feel. But mm-hmm. we move along to our tag team champs that don't have belts. <laughs> Versus Kamarde and Dragon. I don't um, know why they're not the champions. I swear. <laughs> not, not if this is what we're going to be getting from them and what we're not going to be getting from the Lucha Brothers. But Man. the Kingdom picking up a W here with the Proton Pack as usual. Maria also looking hideous per usual. Dear Lord. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Can't believe that woman pushed kids out of her body. She looks great. Um, but but good Good stuff here. I'm we're trying to get the impact crew in here shortly, so trying not to mm-hmm. go overkill. So stick around for them. Um, mm-hmm. but a, a good tag match. It feels like the kingdom are certainly at least I would hope at this point building to a title defense it, or a, a title challenge, if not uh winning it from the Lucha Brothers. Your mm-hmm. thoughts on this match? Uh Mike Bennett with the gusher just bleeding all over the place in the match. He's not yeah, like where why are you bleeding here, dude? We weren't doing that, but it just happens. His head is just now like, here's blood. Uh, it's an ROH show. You guys know what to do here. This uh, match is actually super fun too. These luchadors, man. I'm telling you. The Kingdom had a match that was kind of a little bit out of the element. The 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 they were taking out of the kind of what they were building towards with these last couple of weeks, the bloody thing kind of pissed off uh, Mike Bennett and they turned it into some anger, but yeah, I don't really understand why they're not the ring of honor world champion tag team champions right now, because they have been the most consistent kind of carrying the ring of honor flag tag team. That's back. That that's been happening since they've got here in honor club. So something needs to happen here. They need to, uh, 
be the ones to win them I, to win them from the Lucha Bros. I think at this rate. I agree. Or the Lucha Brothers have to be around, but uh, either one of those would be a, a delightful call. We get an intermediate segment where Stokely Hathaway says, I'm coming for spot foo. I'm taking it away from Reg. No luchadors mm -hmm. in my ROH. Rude. So rude. But that's not what happens because we get mm -hmm. Ray Phoenix versus Gravity, the wrestler, not the theory, concept, yes. force, mm -hmm. um, as he's also been known to defeat many a time. But you know what? This match is a whole heck of a lot of fun. We get a big crucifix bomb from Gravity with Phoenix kicking out at 299999 at one point. A rolling cutter from Phoenix and the Black Fire Driver for the win. Reg, this is your shit. I'm just going to throw it over to you to talk. About yeah, it. they tried to fake me out. Stokely tried to trick me that Tony Conton bought no Lucha, Lucha Libre. Then they bring out two world class luchadors. Ray Phoenix, the coolest luchador in the world. Um, Gravity Bandito's brother. I've seen him before at uh, West Coast Pro. Shout out to West Coast Pro if you're in uh, South San Francisco tomorrow at 7 p.m. We're going up. So uh, get your tickets if you haven't, and that's going to be a great show. But yeah, seen him at the show there. He brought that excitement here. He came out with the spacesuit, NASA walking slowly like he was in space and shit. Very fun stuff here. But Ray Phoenix just gave him the onslaught. All the great shit that they had a chop battle at one point and Gravity just wasn't doing it. And Ray Phoenix was doing it. Uh, the way that he ended it was just beautiful and brutal. Ray Phoenix is just so cool. Interested to see what Unreal, the Lucha Bros or him or whatever, what they do this summer with all these events. Actually, they, there's some things they can't, they can't be a part of Forbidden Door, so forget about that. But those other events all in and all out. Love to see what they're doing here and love to see what they're going to do with these Ring of Honor championships. Let them be a tag team. Let them defend them together and we will have some great stuff. But really fun way to end the show. Um, Phoenix is has been doing some really fun matches here in Ring of Honor without his brother. So, I mean, I can't totally be mad at it. No, he's my God. Like he's he's just a breathtaking wrestler to watch. Yeah. <laughs> he, he's so well rounded. The rope running kick that he does is just stop. like, like why? Stop. <laughs> you're literally in the ring with gravity and you're defying gravity constantly. Come like, on. Get out of town and take a bus. Mm -hmm. Uh Jake Salazar saying, Everybody, please boo Matthew Minus. That was in response to him saying, Do either of you regret signing up for this ROH? Uh no because of two things. I love this program. It's my favorite promotion. And even when it's a little lost, I'm in for it. And two, yeah. uh, I don't have to pay for it. <laughs> there's a there's a Fightful login. I don't know if you know it. Um, <laughs> a couple more what? chats and then we will finally turn it over to... Yeah, I didn't know either until recently. Uh, Come on, dude. Will, Give me more $10 back. I will, I will hook you up. But a couple more troll chats and then we are going to bring on this Impact crew as well as uh, predictions ask, which we will bring on the Impact crew for because I think it's funny to ask people about predictions for shows they don't watch. Um, Jake Salazar saying that he's absolutely starting a wrestling promotion called CWP, Cinema Wrestling Promotions, and he's booking <laughs> Reg for the main event. Uh, Louis says, if you do, please send the press release so that Jeremy can pre-write the story. <laughs> Jake Styles are also responding to Matthew Hook saying, Matthew Goldberg would fight a tractor and Bret Hart would probably say he was unsafe with the tractor and take years off of his tractor grid. Listen, 
It would probably be true. What Show some respect on here? Brett Hart around here. <laughs> Jake Styles are also saying, now nah, Reg's reaction to Will singing Jeff's theme <laughs> coming around him is probably the funniest thing of 2023 so far. Brie-woo, brie-woo, man. Brie-woo, brie-woo. Uh, Lucha Bros, like always, never miss. Hashtag better than the Bucks. Uh, they're uh, both probably the best in the world at what they do. Careful. Um, I would is how I would classify that. Like I don't, mm-hmm. I don't think you can definitively say either team is better than the other. In the same way that I no. don't think you can say that about FTR. You can only have your taste because you're talking about the best tag teams in the world at what they do. But we're True. gonna bring on Joel and Cresta finally. I know we're way True. over, but we had a lot of support today. True. True. Hello. We had a lot of trolls today more than support but ones that paid us money to talk so we'll take it uh reg we got asked about predictions i'm gonna say mark briscoe wins that tv title is where i'm gonna go um, you think that scoop's gonna be Samoa Joe's mark briscoe i do i do mm. i think um, um i could see it maybe i think i could maybe see actually zach saber jr beating Samoa Joe at this point Interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't see Samoa Joe taking the NJPW tag title. So no. if they go title for title, it's probably Zack Sabre Jr. That could be fun. No. Um, I have no idea who Claudio faces. <laughs> uh, maybe Eddie Kingston's coming back. Maybe Eddie Kingston. Yeah, that was going to be my guess because he's not supposed to be out for super long either. Yeah, probably Eddie and, Cla- and Claudio. And Eddie beats him for that championship. But Eddie's in the time. G1 now because all is well. We'll see. It'd be a great representation having that Ring of Honor championship, but then you have to take losses, and they don't like that. So, uh... yeah, maybe it's Kyle Flesher. Flesher versus Claudio. Let's go. I like Let's it. Go. I like it. Mm-hmm. Hi, look at Cresta. You look beautiful today. <laughs> Holy cow! Look Rest at you. in power, Iron Sheik. Fuck the Hulk Hogan. Mm-hmm. So I should be yelling. Hogan. Fuck the Hulk Hogan. There yes. You go. There you go. Mm-hmm. Jake yelling along in solidarity. Mm-hmm. Hi guys. Sorry we went over. We had a lot of support in the form of trolling uh and some nice things that were said as well in a loaded ring of honor episode how was impact tonight to me uh, it was middle of the road to me Mm. i expect just a little bit more from a go home show but i feel like just like last week two weeks ago there was under siege and now there's against all us i give them slack but it was a it was a middle of a little less than middle of the road i'm not gonna lie that's the big show it's the big shows tomorrow the next one I mean, I don't know no. if you want to call it a big show, but against all odds, it's tomorrow. Let me rephrase. There it is. Yeah, against there all is. odds, it's tomorrow. The biggest thing on that show physically is uh, Madman Fulton. Come on, come on now. He's just as tall. It's true. Big Con's pretty big, too, I guess. Yeah, true. Chris, no. I have a, a question that's exclusively for you. Okay, what's up? How much would you pay to see Steve Macklin kick Joel Pearl's ass? Because it seems right. like we might be getting it for free, but I'm just wondering what the draw is. I like Joel Pearl, and I cannot let Steve Macklin veto Joel Pearl for free. I gotta run in. I gotta. I gotta Eddie Guerrero. I gotta be Eddie Guerrero, man. I gotta run in. I can't. I'm not gonna let this go down. I I love and respect Joel Pearl. It'd be such good shit. But Bob yeah. God, call me Bernie Sanders with the chair. I'm running down. I'm running down. Let's man. go. That's <laughs> that's how co-hosts are supposed to respond. Yes, there you we go. Gotta mm-hmm. some solidarity. You gonna get beat up mm-hmm. by Macklin, and my arms gonna be like this with the owner. So we both got it. Bad. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, Deanna's just gonna beat your ass instead. Ooh. It's gonna be great. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, mean, if you, I don't know if you want that. My ass, or when she touched me, I die. <laughs> <laughs> Please, y'all know my mustache comes off if I laugh too hard. I got. I she could not have this. I get to fight Steve Macklin all in weekend because they'll be back in Toronto. So that's when I'm gonna Ooh. beat up Steve. Macklin. Oh. You, you wait. You say you gonna beat up Steve Macklin? That's what he said, Cressa. That's what I'm I said. gonna beat up Steve Macklin. How can enough. I defend you when you're acting like this? <laughs> I mean, yeah. Max just gonna pull out the footage and be like, "You see what he was talking this time?" And then you just gotta be like, "Ah, handle that." That's true. I gotta use the cinder blocks against Steve Macklin. That's what I gotta do. I gotta you ride or die gotta... with you, Joel. You why you dude, put me in a position to die? <laughs> Joel, he's gonna staple your mouth together, dude. I don't think you want that. Yes. Listen, he can do anything he wants, but I'm going to get those cinder blocks before he can, and I am going to use them against him. I am going Joel. to tear. St- Listen, I okay. Are you I'm are you really going to send Joe Gacy? I'm putting on my serious glasses for a second. Steve Macklin, wow. I know you watch this post show. I know it because you talk about it. You do cardio while you watch the show. I know because you told us on In the Weeds every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday on Fightful Overbooked. And... Oh. I know that you give your opinions on everything we have to say. Well, guess what? August 27th and 28th, you're in my neck of the woods. I will take you down in your home of impact, in my home of Toronto. I'll do it. It's still standing after the fire. Date. After, yeah, it's, uh, that's a good point. That's a really good point. I mean, points are being made. No, that's yeah, true. points are being made. It's Dune yeah. out here in New York. My trauma. Mm. <laughs> I could not breathe yesterday at all. I, my poor dog. I was like, we're going for a three minute walk. Hope you can get your shit in. Because literally, no, let's get your shit out at that point. Yeah, get your shit yeah, get your out. Get your shit out. Exactly. Yeah. My God. Wow. Yeah. Joel said dates to Steve Macklin. That's great. He said he August 27th and 28th. Double the dates on him. That's you know, those are some bold claims, man. Uh, because I, I can't just go to emergence. I have to go to the TV tapings the next day. You know, I gotta get the, the yeah. scoops and everything. So I go to the shows. Right. Anyway. I think you're sending Joe Gacy. I think that's what's happening. You're talking a big game. The whole schism is gonna show up in Impact. Forbidden Door is open. Are you excited about anything for tomorrow? Is was this like a more tame show because they're building to something special tomorrow, or is it kind of just like eh? I think it was a more tame show, in my opinion. Mm. Yeah, again, like Cressa was saying, like we just had Inner Siege two weeks ago. So <laughs> it feels really quick. And even like I've said on the post shows, like we there's another stupid special in two weeks after we just did one. So right. it feels a little quick, but like they're building to suffer slam anniversary. They're gonna do this again, I think, in in the fall, where they're gonna do emergence is the end of August, and then Victory Road is like a week or two later. So we're gonna have this again. It's just their taping schedule sometimes gets either really really close together with shows or really far with big gaps between a pay-per-view it, yeah there's some stuff tomorrow night that looks good like that dog collar match with masha and killer kelly is I gonna be awesome. mm-hmm. i can't wait mm-hmm. to not watch that because this is gonna be <laughs> yeah behind your hands totally <laughs> no i didn't want i couldn't tell you what happened in that pco steve macklin match because oh, my i'm a big jabroni my, my bloodline is weak the iron sheep would choke me he put me in the camel clutch my bloodline is weak i couldn't oh oh just thinking about it now it was a piece of meat jesus christ it's not the real <laughs> macklin, oh my god macklin even hinted to us on on the same show that i mentioned earlier that uh he he was hardwayed at under siege Ooh. Yeah, yeah that was not part of the plan. So, uh, I mean, you can see the stitches in his head. It was pretty pretty brutal. Yeah, they were bad. They were yeah. rough. I think, 
I think the interview that Denise did with him, he showed them off and like it was yeah, just like disgusting. Yeah. He yeah. was like, I, when I felt, I was like, ill. It's like a loogie. I'm like, yo, if you're like that, imagine us, Jesus. <laughs> well, we will let you talk about your unsightly hard way split opens as us ROH purists. Not are that. <laughs> no blood over here, you sickos. Definitely <laughs> not Mike Bennett earlier. When is, when is that before Dishonor? Is it July? It yeah. is my cousin's wedding, July oh, 21st. It's in New so Jersey, it's in too, New Jersey, dude. Wow. Come what on. Is a, what is a good wedding gift besides tickets to death before Dishonor? I thought of you. I, mean, I thought of you. What exactly. if you have the wedding at death before dishonor. Let's get these nuptials going so we can see Samoa Joe, you guys. <laughs> That's exactly what, if Joe, what if Joe officiates I love wrestling the wedding? That's a I gesture. Mean, it's a wrestling wedding, okay. and you pop about yeah. the cake with the ring. Boom. Speak <laughs> now or I'll put you in a, co- in a coquina clutch. Sounds good to me. Like, I'm in. Book it. I'm in. I do. I do. All right. We took up a ton of your time already. We'll let you guys get started, but um, looking forward to hearing about it and also to probably kicking you off the main channel again tomorrow, Joel. Thank you. Wow. Yeah, I have no idea what we're doing. <laughs> we'll figure it out. Well, we <laughs> Good night, y'all. Have a great show, Impact. guys. Bye, you big jabronis. Oh, my goodness. That's my Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.